Entrepreneur on Fire, 734. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to Squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Judy Robinette. Judy, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. Yes. Judy is the author of How to Be a Power Connector. She is a business thought leader profiled in Forbes, Huffington Post, and Bloomberg as a super connector and uses her 30 years of entrepreneurial experience and connections to accelerate growth and enhance profitability of public and private businesses. Judy, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So take a minute and tell us about you personally and then a little bit more about your biz. So I live in uh, Park City, Utah. love the mountains, go hiking. Uh, I'm an angel investor. I sit on the board of venture capital groups and my love right now is teaching people how to build and leverage their networks to get to their goals. And uh, I worked with Skullcandy when they were early on looking for investors. So I just love to use the networking to do the hard stuff, which is, you know, finding the money. Well, what's really cool about networking is that it is the core of so many entrepreneurials spark in their journeys. And I look back at the over 700 and now 34 entrepreneurs that I've interviewed, the network connections that I've made and the relationships that I've built. And it's such a massive reason for success. And Judy, that's why I'm excited to have you on the show today, because you are a power connector. But before we dive into all of that, we always start with a success quote. So Judy, share with us a success quote that you really find impactful and how do you apply it to your life? So one of the most powerful quotes that I've ever learned is by Oprah. And it is when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. So John, early in my career, you know, I trusted other people. I thought people were smarter. And I found out that that often is not the case. And I used to think, well, you know, maybe I didn't communicate well enough. And communication covers a lot of sins. And what I found out was the first time, that first yellow flag or that gut feel that there's a problem, you need to respond to that. It's been so consistent with the past guests that I've had of Entrepreneur on Fire that those that don't follow their gut reactions and those that really ignore their intuition seem to have bad things happen. The red flags come up, they're ignored, they drive forward, boom, failure, struggle, obstacle, challenge. But when we as entrepreneurs learn to really trust that gut and to know that our intuition is there for us to try to guide us forward, that's where some of the aha moments, the success stories, and the brilliant ideas happen. So, Judy, let's kind of continue this theme that we're building up here, but now we're going to take the spotlight of it and focus on your journey. And just like you said, I mean, you haven't always made the right decisions. You know, you've had some mistakes, some setbacks, some obstacles. And I want you to tell one of those stories that you think will be impactful for Fire Nation, our listeners today. So take us to a moment in time that you failed, that you 
struggled or faced a massive obstacle? And then let's really walk through that and then analyze your lessons learned. So, John, when um, about 25 years ago, I was giving a speech at MIT and I picked up a, a Wall Street Journal and it had an article on how to become financially independent in America. And it said there's five ways, be a doctor, a lawyer, inherit it, or marry it. And I thought, well, the first four out and number five was start a business. And I thought, oh, how hard could that be? And so I came home and got a $1.2 million SBA loan and dumb me started a franchise restaurant. And my big mistake was I thought that if I just worked harder, 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 and I really focused on learning, I could make this thing work. Well, several years into it, I could barely crawl out of bed. I was so depressed. We were broke. We had no money. I actually went to a bankruptcy attorney shaking with my financials. And I'll never forget this, John. He looked at me and he said, well, you're not even close to bankruptcy. And I said, well, I don't have any money. What to do? I think he was pointing out to me that the end was not there yet. So my lessons learned were that I needed to focus on being persistent. I needed to focus on cash flow. My big lesson learned was, of course, cash is king. Uh, You know, it's a horrid situation when you can't meet payroll. And, you know, people talk about having their head parked over the porcelain uh, god (laughs) throwing up trying to make payroll. But the biggest lesson for me was that, that I had a market, that I had a customer. And this is a problem I see with a lot of entrepreneurs that come for me looking for funding is they're not clear who their customer is or if there's a market. So there's only two reasons that a startup fails. And number one is lack of a customer. If I'd have been a whole lot smarter, I would have really understood the market and that the area that this franchise restaurant when it was in wasn't big enough to support the financial goals, and the business model. And number two, um, the second reason startups fail is lack of money. I would have been a lot smarter about getting more money up front and making that thing work. And so my lessons are be clear on your market, understand cash is king, and the third is don't think you can do it yourself. Just hard work. (laughs) Uh, You need to, to really understand the business model. So two reasons that entrepreneurs fail and businesses fail in general is lack of a customer and lack of money. And Judy, let's kind of come full circle with this story. So you went to the bankruptcy attorney. He said, no, no, you're not quite here yet. You went back. Did you turn that business around? Did you decide it was time to button up anyways? Like, how does that story end? Well, the story ends that I decided, you know, by gosh, I was going to put my back against the wall and fight. And, uh, and, and I did, I turned it around, I figured out how to increase inventory, like 24 times. Um, actually, one of our food service provider came and said, how on earth are you doing this? You're being so successful. And I ended up writing a booklet on how to maintain food costs and, and labor costs in the in the business. And then I sold the business. And then I was asked to help other companies in trouble. And that resulted in me becoming the CEO of a small public company that was broke, uh, had been uh, delisted, and was in litigation. So all of the lessons that you learn just prepare you. You know, it's next level, next devil, but you can do it as a, as a stepping stone. So that literally put steel up my spine that enhanced me to go on and do better. 
Next level, next devil. <laughs> Love that <Yeah>. phrase. <laughs> and Judy, let's go to the other end of the spectrum now. I mean, you've been very generous and open and honest with us today about a very difficult time in your life. But of course, what we're getting from this and the value here is the lessons that you learned and what we can really strengthen ourselves with resolve as entrepreneurs as we move forward. But now let's talk about another story. And we're very story focused here. But this story is going to be about an aha moment, Judy, a light bulb that you had to go off at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. And of course, you've had many and you'll continue to have many more. But what's one that you want to bring us to, to that moment in time? And then walk us through, Judy, the steps you took after having that idea to turn it into success. So my favorite story here to share with entrepreneurs is I was uh, introduced to Dr. Annette McClellan, who had just a brilliant medical device. And Annette had hunted for funding for eight years. She asked me to be on her advisory board. Everyone had told her she wouldn't get funded. Even if she got funded, she wouldn't have an exit. And I looked very carefully at what she had done, and I discovered she was in the wrong room. And I find this often with entrepreneurs looking for money. They're looking for love in all the wrong places. So within six months, I got her both on the East Coast and the West Coast, where most most of the angel funding happens, got her $500,000. And just a couple years later, that company sold. So my biggest aha, and, and I tell people this, it's in my book, get in the right room. So here's Annette for eight years, knowing she had this brilliant product, wanted to get it to market, knew how valuable it was, but she was knocking on the wrong doors. And I see this constantly with with entrepreneurs, not understanding that they need to get in the right room. Many VCs will say 90% of the people that come to them are, are not in the right place. So most people don't understand funding strategies. And, uh, you know, the, the second big aha for that one is you need to make sure that your investor is your customer and quit focusing on the Kool-Aid. They want their money back and, and they want a good return on their money. And so that aha really helped me. Uh, you know, I've raised 15 million in 10 days. So understanding what the funding ecosystem looks like, where the most obvious place to go and how to be successful. And this is, you know, high-end strategic networking, but anybody can do it. But, you know, people, I feel bad because I'll meet people and they've been banging their head against the wall and getting no's. And pretty soon their self-confidence is, is, you know, down a hole and they're feeling really bad. And the reality is they're not in the right room. So get into the right room, Fire Nation. And Judy, I mean, let's be honest, that's easier said than done. And that's why I'd kind of like to talk a second about advisors and mentors and masterminds and the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. What are your thoughts on that? And how can our listeners go about finding the correct ones? So part of the reason that you network is they've done study after study that shows your network equals your net worth. And there's a famous quote that says, genius is fine and skills are great, but the important connections, valuable connections are more important than both of those. And so I tell people to make sure that they surround themselves with advisors who are truth tellers, people that have been there and done it, not just people who say, hey, don't you want to give me 5% of your company and I promise you I can go out and, and work magic. You want people who have been there and done it. And, you know, you need to be careful. What I tell people is avoid the bad actors, just like some VCs are called vultures. There are angel investors that are known to be devils. 
And so, you know, you need to Google, you need to do the research, check and see if they've been in litigation, get a couple of references, talk to people, and really focus on two things. You want people with gravitas, people who have power, influence, have expertise, and character. And these people will help you see your blind spots, John, and we all have them. And they're, they're huge if you don't get input from other people. So find those with gravitas and character. And I think that information and that recommendation about Googling and doing all the research you can and getting those references, Fire Nation, is absolutely critical. And Judy, just real quick, where would be a couple areas or places that entrepreneurs or small business owners could go to start you know, rubbing elbows with people that could point them in the right direction for these mentors, advisors, and investors? So the most obvious place, John, is you understand that we as humans group, you know, almost like chickens. And you start thinking, okay, where does the person who's looking for a deal show up? Well, they show up at the incubators. There are a thousand incubators in the United States. There are over 300 angel groups from coast to coast. Any of the pitch events have the op- you have the opportunity of rubbing shoulders with these people. Entrepreneur programs at universities, at community colleges. There's always somebody wealthy in town who doesn't want their money parked in a CD. And the, the one startling thing that I've learned is not only are there 7 billion people on the planet, but just the money in cash accounts, checking bank accounts in the United States is $70 billion. There is no lack of money. And so it's figuring out what ecosystem, you know, where it is that you need to be. Now, angel groups across the United States syndicate with each other. They syndicate with early stage. And so it's, it's important that you learn a bit about the, the ecosystem. And, you know, one of the, the books that I suggest people read, and it's out of print, but you can find it at the library, is by Howard Stevenson, who's considered the, the grandfather of entrepreneurism. It's Winning Angels. And it tells an investor how to invest, which will teach you how to do valuation. Your network is your net worth. Love that phrase, Fire Nation. Make sure you're absorbing that. And that's kind of the biggest thing that I'm getting out of this. Your aha story, Judy, is the power of your network. And again, thanks for all those tips and tools on how to get into that network in the first place. That's my biggest takeaway. If you could just share in one sentence, just one real brief takeaway that you want our listeners to really implement into their journeys from that period of your life, what would it be? It would be to build a strong network of people who have your back and have your future. I do the Oprah Martha test, which is, is this person Martha Stewart and Oprah? They're both billionaires, very good at what they had to do. If I had to pick with my values, it would be Oprah. So find people who will have your back, have your future, keep building a quality network of 50 people can help you get anything you need in life. Boom. And Judy, you have a lot of incredibly proud moments. I mean, especially with what you do now. I mean, you get to see some pretty cool things happen and you have a lot to do with those great things. But if you could just nail down and tell us the story, your proudest entrepreneurial moments, what would that be? You know, honestly, after working with Skullcandy, several high potential startups, my proudest thing right now at this point in my life is getting the book published and being able to serve on boards like Springboard that's raised $6.4 billion for women-founded companies and being able to get my message out there that there's no scarcity. There's opportunities, idea, the money, but it's all attached to human beings. So you have to go out and and get that network. 
I love that. Fire Nation, don't have that mindset of scarcity. Have a mindset instead of abundance and get out there and claim what's yours. And Judy, let's move things to present times and talk about today. I mean, obviously your book, How to Be a Power Connector, is really something that you're fired up about. What's one other thing that just really has you, Judy Robinette, excited right now? Well, I'm working with a billionaire on a very disruptive supply chain technology that's going to revolutionize markets globally and helping him form strategic partnerships with the the top tier players. And and that has been great fun. And what I found, it's the same thing. It's who you know, and it is a combination of quality relationships plus strategy to a specific goal. So if you just keep that formula, that's really fun. And so now I'm giving speeches around the world. I'm helping people build their own networks. See, what I love about Entrepreneur on Fire is how quickly, Judy, we've been able to come full circle. I mean, you just told a story minutes ago about you going to a bankruptcy attorney, shaking you know, with papers, thinking you were going to go bankrupt and be literally a ground zero. And now we're sharing about how you're working with a billionaire that's creating a technology that is going to reshape the supply world. I mean, that is just insane. I mean, in Fire Nation, if you're not inspired, then what is going to inspire you? I mean, this is... Judy, who made the decision to work hard and to network in the right ways. And this is where she's at now. And Judy, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Creating a successful business takes a lot of hard work, including figuring out how to make your content unique. Wondering where to start? How about with your website and logo? For Entrepreneur on Fire, having a unique website and logo didn't come easy, but I knew if I wanted to make any kind of progress, I had to just start. I won't be perfect the first time around, but having something out there is the only way to be able to improve upon it. Are you ready to just start? Well, with Squarespace, you can. Squarespace offers an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy easy to create a unique website and logo that will help you stand out from the crowd. With over 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from and the ability to build around your very own logo, what's not to love? Squarespace also offers a full support team that works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code FIRE. That's squarespace.com, offer code FIRE. Judy, welcome to the Lightning Rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. 
fear, you know, your lizard brain is your greatest enemy, fear. Kind of expound upon the lizard brain a little bit. So research shows that the first thing that kicks in faster, twice as fast as your prefrontal cortex is, is fear, your amygdala. And um, so I had to deal with that. You know, I was always worried what people thought. When I was a kid, I was shy. I'm the last person on the planet you'd think could write a book on networking. No, I love talking about that lizard brain because it just makes the reality that, hey, we are humans. We're all born with the same and similar innate issues and situations and fears and the imposter syndrome that descends upon us all. And Judy, what is the best advice that you've ever received? You know, the best advice I've ever received is keep going and assume your power. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Learning, hands down learning. Let's kind of expound upon that. What's one of your favorite ways to learn these days? You know, I read a lot and uh, I, I talk to, I make it a point of going to high-end conferences and, and just trying to absorb the best trends, ideas, information that's out there. What are a couple of high-end conferences that you really are a fan of? You know, I went to a private event called Alley to the Valley, but that one was uh, uh, private. But there's a couple in New York I like. I like the Women's Economic Forum Conference. I'm going in October to the uh, Business Forum, which I think is the top-rated conference in the world for business. Wow. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? You know, the internet, my favorite resource is Quartz.com, which is a, a curated everything that's going on internationally and, and domestically, and it will really help you as you go out and, and talk to people so that you don't have to read 1,500 magazines and newspapers. My favorite app is VIP Orbit, which is the number one app for iPhones for contact management, and it's brilliant. It was designed by the co-founder of Act Software. He sold Act for, I think, $48 million and came back and decided to do it better. And, and it's a brilliant little app. Judy, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It would probably be Business Model Generation. Because most people who you know, come to me as an angel investor, or I sit on uh, pitch events, I, I find that they're not clear on the business model. How are you going to make money? And this is a very simple, you have a one-page form, it shows you, who are the people you need to hire? What are the jobs that need to be done? What strategic partnerships do you need? What is that value proposition? How are you going to meet with your customers? Or how are you going to get to your customers? And what are the costs? And what are the dollars? So very simple on a one page, you can look at it and say, can I make money here? Do I have a value proposition? What is my market? And I think this is really beneficial. A lot of people are overwhelmed by these huge books. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Judy, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter, taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would start going out and meeting people. I would identify people that have the gravitas and the character, who the movers and the shakers are. I'd start developing relationships so I could learn how to solve problems and start a company. 
So this is identical to Earth. Where are some places that you might go? If it's identical to Earth, you know, the most obvious place is uh, getting in the right room is uh, as Rosie Rios, the U.S. Treasurer of the United States says, and many others follow the money. So I would be looking at uh, political events. I would be volunteering. I would be going to arts, the symphony. Recently, I, I met a fellow that was um, recruited to go to a private wealth management firm in Salt Lake. He didn't fit the typical Salt Lake uh, person. He's black and gay. And I said to him, and he was very successful building a book of business. And I said to him, how did you do that? And he said, I joined the symphony. <laughs> so I would, I would start identifying where are those rooms, and then I would get in them. Judy, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way you can find me is LinkedIn or at Judy Robinette on Twitter, or I have a website, JudyRobinette.com. And what's that parting piece of guidance? The parting piece of guidance, and I'd have everybody write this down, assume your power. Assume your power, Fire Nation. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Judy and myself today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, type Judy into the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And Judy, thank you for just igniting the airways with me today. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John. Hey, hey, Nick Unsworth here, and I'm hosting the Life on Fire virtual summit where your fave entrepreneur, John Lee Dumas, along with Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, Adam Braun from Pencils of Promise, Tony Shea from Zappos, and many others will be teaching you how to set your business and life on fire. You don't want to miss this live virtual event. Register right now for free by going to freevirtualsummit.com and prepare to ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.